Welcome to Launch Chat, where we answer your startup questions every single day. I'm your host, Jay Care, founder of Launchpeer, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about an MVP. Okay, so Lucian from San Diego, he's having a problem trying to determine how he should price out his MVP. Should he price it out? Should he charge for it at all? Should he just launch and think about premium features later? All of that strategy type stuff we're going to be digging into in today's episode. Today's question comes from Lucian in San Diego, California. He writes in, I have some experience with B2B startups because I've worked for them as a developer. I have an idea for a web app in the B2C space. So far, I have a little prototype made for myself and I'm pretty happy with it. Unfortunately, I have a problem with deciding what should be my main focus in MVP. I have some monetization ideas, such as freemium, but I don't really know how to approach it. Should I think about premium features from the beginning? Should I offer premium accounts as soon as possible? Maybe at the beginning, I should just focus on customer acquisition and fight for customer happiness? Hey, Lucian, thanks for your question. That is a dilemma. (laughs) Every founder has this problem when they're about to launch, especially in the B2C space. In B2B, it's pretty straightforward. Okay, You are probably going to charge at least a certain tier of customer is going to be charged. Sure, you might have like a free plan, maybe free for 30 days, but most B2B products, especially in the tech startup field, like the SaaS field, you're charging something. Okay, so it's a very easy cut and dry that you can charge right out the gate with B2B startups. Now, B2C, it's a little different. It's a little harder to know, should you charge your customers? Should you not charge your customers? What features should you charge for? You know, it's very hard to determine that stuff. So I'm going to break down a strategy like and the reasoning behind the strategy that we recommend to a lot of our customers who are in the B2C space. Okay, so when you're talking about an MVP, all right, which is really just a small version of your product that solves one specific problem for your customers. Especially in the B2B, B2C space, you should just launch without charging anything. And there's a reason for this, okay? The reason you're doing that is because you, one, just need to start acquiring users. And the fastest way to just start getting people to use your product and not have to worry about, you know, what's the conversion rate and all that stuff is just to try to get as many people signed up as possible. All right. The reason you're doing that is so you can start figuring out what things that they're doing within your app that makes it more valuable for them. It's hard to come up with what features you should charge for when you don't know how your users are using your application. And everything should be driven by users at your startup. Everything for the lifetime of your startup should all be driven by your users or your customers. Okay. It has to be. Because if it's not, it's just driven by you. And yes, you are going to be the decision maker. You're the one that's going to decide what features go into your app. You're the one that's going to decide what to charge for. But really, all of those decisions should be based around what your users are telling you. All right. But it's hard to do that when you don't have any users yet. So I always recommend our B2C startup clients and even some of our B2B startup customers to to go and just don't charge for it in the beginning. And this isn't a long-term thing. I'm talking about like a handful of people. Just get some people using it, okay? That way you can get some feedback and start figuring things out. Now, one of the other strategies and tactics that we recommend like along those lines is if you have an idea of features that you want to build in your application uh, that could be premium features, why did you build them? (laughs) Because if you built them already, it probably means that you waited too long to launch, You should have just launched when those other free features were done, launched it and started getting people to use the free plan. 
and started getting traction, started getting people using it, and then build on those other paid features down the road as people were using it and start introducing new features and saying, hey, we just rolled out this new feature set. If you want access to it, just upgrade your account to $10 a month, $20 a month, $50 a month, or whatever it is that you're going to charge these people. But instead, you're waiting until your premium features are done to launch, which is making you question, should I launch with everything free? Should I launch with some of the premium features free? You should have already launched. When the free features were done, you should have launched it at that point. You, you're waiting too long to launch. This conversation should never even come up. Okay. So anyway, back to your specific situation. Let's talk about where you're at right now. So you already have a lot of those premium features built in. It's that, at least that's what it sounds like. The way that I would do it, what I would recommend is you have a you know, have your app free, put all the free features free and sprinkle in some places where you have the paid features or where the paid features would be and start seeing if people are even trying to access those, those paid features. Okay. Now, if you get a handful of users using everything for free, it makes your job easier because you can start seeing like, well, are people using that paid feature? Or are they not? Are they using that paid feature a lot? Great. Well, now I can start deciding whether or not I want to charge people right out the gate when they first come in or give it to them free for 14 days and then start charging them. But you're basing those decisions off of how they're using the application. Now we have a customer right now who has their MVP built and he has some ideas for premium features that are kind of halfway built. He hasn't really finished all of them yet and isn't really sure how they're gonna resonate with his audience. So what we recommended to him was he sprinkled in some like little icons and things within his application that look like premium features are available. And when somebody clicks on those, it takes them to a page that says, hey, that's a premium feature. It's not ready yet. If you're interested in knowing when that feature is going to be ready, just enter your email here or click on this button or click on this box or whatever. And we'll let you know when those premium features are available. Okay. And so that allows him to go and track and see well, what are people doing within the app? Like what, what premium features are they trying to get access to? And then you can decide on your feature roadmap, like what you should actually build in based on what people are actually doing, not what people are telling you to your face. Okay. Not what you think people want, but what people are actually doing, the real actions they're taking in your application. You can start making good decisions around that because you're tracking that stuff. Now, along those lines to do any of those things, you need to track that data. In the early stages, one of the mistakes founders make a lot is they are not tracking anything at all. They're just throwing money over at Facebook ads or they're throwing money to an MVP or they're throwing money to some launch strategy or throwing money into a pitch deck or a business plan or throwing money at a designer. But they're not measuring any of the stuff that they're doing and seeing what is actually the outcome. Like what's the result, especially on the marketing side. Okay. If you just throw your MVP out there into the world and you have no way to track what buttons people are clicking or what pages people are viewing or any of that stuff, then you're doing your startup a disservice because those are the things that you're going to be using to make good decisions. Now, don't get intimidated here. I'm not saying that you need to hire your development team to build all of this custom dashboard or, or I'm not even saying you have to hire a development team at all. We just had a customer that's going through our program right now. And, uh, you know, they're, they're in the idea to funded program and they're trying to go from where they are right now to raising their first round of seed funding. And we're on the MVP stage and we're like, Oh, you know, you know, we were trying to pin down what a good MVP would be. What his MVP ended up being was basically like a three page website. And all he has to do is track how many people view the homepage, 
how many people view the checkout page and how many people view the thank you page. And if he knows that, then now he knows what people are doing with this application. And he doesn't have to like hire a development team to build a bunch of custom code. Doesn't have to hire a developer to come in and like create some custom dashboard or integrate some expensive analytics software or any of that stuff. The simpler you can make this entire process in the beginning, the easier your, your life is going to be and the better decisions that you can make as a startup founder. Okay. So make sure that when you do all of this stuff, you're tracking everything appropriately. And if you want any help doing that, then schedule a call with our team and let's talk about it. We can definitely help you figure that stuff out. There's so much opportunity out there today, guys. Okay. I've given you examples of other MVPs and other marketing strategies and stuff from years ago. Today, if you can't build a successful company, a successful startup, it is your fault. It is so much easier to build a company today than you could have a few years ago. And if you're not taking advantage of that, then you're doing yourself a disservice. All right. And this, I know I'm going kind of off on a tangent here, but this example that he gives is straight to that point. Like if you're not tracking that stuff, even though it's so easy to track today in 2019, then you're doing something wrong. If you're not leveraging technology the appropriate way, in a low cost way where you're not having to pay a bunch of money to do it and you're not going out and figuring out how to do that, then you're doing a, your startup a disservice. So make sure whatever you decide to do, whether you decide to, to launch with all the features free or you decide to launch and table the premium features but start testing to see which ones they're using or you decide to just launch the free version period and not worry about anything else, make sure that you're collecting data on your users. Make sure you're seeing what people are doing within your product. If you're not doing that and you have no way to get that feedback, then you're not going to be able to create an effective roadmap and you're probably not going to be able to, to know what features to build in for your customers to be able to compete as your startup continues to grow. Thanks for listening to this episode of Launch Chat. If you liked this episode and all of our other episodes, please go give us a rating and review on iTunes. We really appreciate it and it helps us spread the word about the podcast. Also, if you're interested in doing amazing things this year in 2019, if you're ready to take your idea and actually do something with it, like all of our other customers at LaunchPeer have, I want you to go to launchpeer.com slash apply and schedule a call with our team. At the very least, you'll gain tons of clarity on your specific startup journey from our team that's worked with hundreds of startups around the world. 